What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Table One Dumb Boy. I'm cruising solo on this one. Dorian's sick as fuck. Poor thing. She cannot catch a goddamn break. She's sick all the time. Poor thing has lupus, which is not a... You can't... It's not a visual... You can't visually see how sick she is. Uh, but she's just... Her insides are just fucked. And she's in pain all the fucking time, it seems like. And she just... You know, we, we sorry for the tardiness once again. Uh, but, you know, she's just been really feeling like shit lately. And I haven't done one of these by myself in a while so i figure what the hell i'll just do that while she's sick i'll talk i, I got some stuff i want to talk about so i'm gonna do that and i hope you guys enjoy it this is a free one anyway uh i got some good news i got a old friend of uh my old podcast coming on to some of the patreon episodes we're gonna record this week stack a few up uh that you're gonna really like if you're into conspiracy theories or just white trash stories like white trash social media stuff like that this is the fucking expert on that and me and him just a hint just probably give it away we used to host a podcast about all that kind of shit called trailer trash hobbyists so basically the patreon episodes are going to be new trailer trash hobbyist episodes uh essentially so yeah, I'm really looking forward to those. We, me and him, definitely got a lot of catching up to do. Hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, we're also trying to set up a thing for the Patreon too, where uh, can stream uh, Super Mario Maker Two and all these uh, Switch games. Because I have noticed that PS4, as far as games, as far as like streaming on that, are it just doesn't work in that medium for me anyway. Like they're not. It's not as fun to watch somebody stream a PS4 game, in my opinion. Uh, Switch games are, uh, you know, it's Nintendo. Like, you know, you get a lot of old Nintendo games and stuff on there that piss me off uh, relentlessly. Uh, you got Cuphead on there. I got Super Mario Maker 2 on there. Got a bunch of stuff. I got all the Castlevanias, uh, except Symphony of the Night, which sucks. You know, I really wish that they could have got rights to that one. That's probably one of the best ones besides... Super Castlevania 4, which is one of my favorite games of all time. But they don't. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to play all this shit. I got all the Contras on there, even the ones for Sega Genesis. So, like, yeah, I'd really, really, really looking forward to getting all the stuff I need for that. But I got to buy a bunch of new equipment, i.e. a camera, uh, a little port to hook up to my laptop, and probably a new laptop because this hunk of shit that I bought at the thr- or the pawn shop just really is strictly for editing and uploading the podcast uh that's really all it can do so i I imagine i'm gonna need a probably just gonna get a desktop i don't know i'm in a position right now where i can spend a lot of time on projects and stuff i want to do which is very freeing i hate that it's under the circumstances that it's under but um you know uh it's just you can't change it that is life um Got some new shows, well, not shows, uh, Pod Thomas Anderson is coming back soon, me and Chris are sitting on a two hour episode, me and him recorded at his office, uh, he's got a nice piece of recording equipment that he bought, uh, so look forward to some of those, me and him are gonna go see Once, a Time in, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this week, and we got mm, a lot to talk about, uh, so... Yeah, this year sucks for movies, so I don't know. Uh, 
We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's going to be really hard finding 10 movies that I even liked this year, much less make a top 10. Basically, my top 10 this year is going to be 10 movies that I fucking liked. What a shit year for movies. Now, here's how you know it's a shit year for movies. Uh, Letterboxd, which is, a, which is an app that I use um, to kind of uh, document and journal uh, all the stuff I watch. I think it's a fun little little activity. Some pe- I know a few friends that are on it. Uh, it's just fun. I enjoy it. Um, but Letterboxd put out a list of the top 10 movies this year that are highest rated. Guess what made the list? 2019. Deadwood the movie. And before anybody attacks me, I'm not attacking Deadwood. Uh, what I've seen of it I like. I couldn't super get into it, but I mean, I'm one of those people that kind of overfills their plate with shit to watch. Uh, I like what I watched. I've only seen the first couple episodes. I'm not shitting on the movie, but when you have a made-for-TV movie making your top 10 list of highest-rated shit halfway through the year, and this is this is an accurate list. This is more accurate than Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes, people are paid off on there. Critics are paid off to talk nicely about the new shitty Lion King movie with Billy Eichner's uh, stupid pandering ass. Uh, I'll get into him in a minute. Uh, that reminds, whew, there's so much to talk about. But Letterboxd is you know, actual film, cinema fans getting on there and rating movies accurately for how they feel about them. It's not people you getting paid for it, is what I'm saying. So it's an accurate depiction. It's, it's accurate that Deadwood, the movie, made that list. But that's just a very accurate reflection of how shitty 2019 has been as far as uh, movies go. I've seen 13, maybe 14 releases. It's already nearly the end of July. That's ridiculous. Uh, with the exception of Movie Pass last year, I was up to like almost 50 2018 releases at this point that I'd seen. I saw so many movies last year. And I mean, and it, it's straight up because last year was a good year for movies. 2017, good year for movies. I had to make a top 20 list for 2017. That's how good that year is. What uh, was for movies. So this year is just fucking dog shit. And I'm really, I'm really looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm calling it. think it could be his masterpiece. I think it could be Quentin Tarantino's masterpiece. I really do. Um, I know that's a, a saying a lot. I like all of his movies. I don't think he's released one that I just absolutely fucking don't like. Hateful Eight is my least favorite, but that was a fun one to see in theaters. You know, that was a, that was a nice little experience seeing Hateful Eight in theaters because it was an intermission. You know, it was great. It was like going to the movie, like old, like seeing an old movie. It was in seventy millimeter print. You know of it. Did a little uh, intermission. Got a little program for it that I still have on display in my house because I'm a fucking dork that just... Whew. I talk about how my dad hoarded shit. Well, now I'm taking up on his shit and hoarding it now. So, who's... You know, who's a fucking... You know, who's... Is the pot calling the kettle black, I guess? Would be what that would be. But, you know, is what it is. Um... 
Oh, yeah. The new Lion King came out. That looks like shit. I don't understand why we have to do redo all these Disney movies that were animated perfectly fine in the you know 80s and early 90s, like The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, um, Lion King being a perfect example. Why do we have to make these realistic now? There's a reason they were animated. They're, it's animals singing songs. I don't need it to look like a real line. That shit is weird. That shit is going to give children nightmares. I couldn't even find it in me to look up what Timon and Pumbaa looks like. And I hate that people I like are involved in this project. Beyonce, get fucked. Don't care about Beyonce. Beyonce fucking sucks. Beyonce is a goddamn... Just a, there's no way this person isn't a piece of shit. How is Beyonce not a piece of a piece of shit? She would fucking take a giant fucking Cleveland steamer into somebody that is homeless's mouth. I guarantee you she would shudder if a fucking homeless person asked her for a fucking penny. But she's, you know, yes, Queen. She's fucking God, what a what a idol and what a role model. There's a documentary or like some shit that was on VH1 a while back with Beyonce. Or it was like Destiny's Child and, and, and like just how she acted then to people was just like, my shit don't stink. Fuck you, you fucking peasant. But God, you know, what a great lady because she put the word feminism up on the backdrop of her performance when she was on tour that she made billions of dollars on. But God, what a, what a hero. She said the word feminism. She told us she's a feminist, so she's good, right? We should definitely believe that and not think that it's just her pandering to make dumb, basic-ass, fucking mimosa-sipping white girls worship her. Unhealthily, I might add. If you're on Tinder and you see a girl that, you know... And this is hack material at this point, but if, I mean, obviously, you're going to run into a girl that obviously wants to suck Jim Halpert from the office's dick. She says some shit like, you know, I'm just a Pam looking for my gym. Run, motherfucker, because you're going to be in a marriage that is loveless, sexless, and vapid. And you're going to, it's going to end in you murder suiciding each other, is how that ends. Uh, just, uh, I've never considered myself a psychic, but definitely feel that uh, that's accurate. I think I can call that one pretty accurately. Um,. Man, I got to tell you, I've missed uh, doing the podcast this way. I really have. Maybe I should uh, kick Dorian off, huh? I would never. I would never do that. I might have to start doing these like this more often, though. This is this feels good. This feels great. This reminds me of why I started doing it to begin with. It feels uh, very <sighs> therapeutic. I don't know why it took me so long to figure that word out. I'm doing it a different way too. I'm not just sitting in the in the studio this time, walking around my apartment the way I do when I talk on the phone to people. Uh, I cannot sit still, uh, and yeah, I wish you could see how much shit I'm juggling right now while I'm talking to y'all. I just opened a pill bottle of Tylenol, opened a Lacroix. Now I'm about to take the Tylenol, and you would have never guessed that. He never would have guessed it. 
I'm a little worried. I don't need to take Tylenol like I have been. I'm going to find out that my insides are fucking just covered in blood. Every fucking organ's bleeding. I'm scared to say this, but I think that's probably what's wrong with Dorian. She, she eats Tylenol like candy because, I mean, she's in pain constantly. She's in fucking constant pain. I, I wish I could cure lupus. I wish I could cure lupus so she wasn't in pain like that all the time. But it is what it is. I went to pick up my final fucking paycheck for my last job. And turns out they do this thing now called a payment card with Visa. It's a Visa payment card. They put your paycheck on, I guess, which is fantastic. I'm so goddamn used to shit not going my way that when something absolutely asinine like that happens, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, that's probably $500 I don't fucking need. Whatever. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Uh, it's all going to end with me putting a fucking 357 Magnum to my head and blowing it off like a fucking watermelon hitting the ground from 500 fucking feet. Give this piece of shit fucking slumlord landlord I have something to clean up. If anything, it would be worth it to do that. But as I have stated in past episodes, first of all, I'm a coward. Second of all, I like video games too much to commit suicide. So... That's not going to happen. Uh, as, as as George W. Bush would say, nah, got that. You know what I mean? Do you remember that one? <laughs> you guys remember that. <laughs> oh, the 90s. God, you remember comedy? That was fun. Comedy was fun when that, when that existed. Man, remember that? Whew. It's funny because there's this comedian... Uh, Dina Hashem, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, and I, I should be canceled. <laughs> Boy, if I don't say that right, I should be fucking canceled. But she told a joke about, uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say this fucking dirtbag's name. Uh, oh, yeah, wait, rest in peace, XXX ten, ten, Tenation, or whatever the fuck you say his name. Not important, waste of life. We, we have one less dipshit on the fucking planet. I see that as a plus. So cancel me for that. Fuck him. He apparently beat his girlfriend up till she vomited all over herself. So God, you know, let's definitely keep people like that around. Don't joke about that fucking uh, noble, uh, that noble fucking hero's uh, plight into. This stupid motherfucker was carrying fifty grand cash around. Good, 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 you know, good on whoever killed him and got that. Good on you on that come up. Very much deserved. You did us a favor, and if I could, I'd give you, if I had 50 grand, I would give you, I'd give you all of it for, for your service. Let's give that person a Congressional Medal of Honor for killing the mumble rapper with face tattoos that apparently everybody's up in arms about because a comedian made a very lighthearted joke about uh, which honestly, the joke is about Venmo. Honestly, it's about uh, uh, cash apps. You know, like ca cash exchange apps. And it's a funny joke. I wish I wrote it. It's a good joke. But this non-comic that I'd never heard of till I found out he, I have the Comedy Central app on my 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 uh, Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, there's stuff on there, despite. People hating on it. There are things on that app that I do like. You know, Jake Wiseman and Matt Ingebretz that have a, have a show called Corporate on Comedy Central that I very much am into. I think that's a great show. Um, you know, there's a lot of 
half hours from comics I like. There's a lot of archived Comedy Central Presents episodes that I enjoy going back to and reminiscing back when comedy was a thing, back when we had stand-up comedy. Uh, by we, obviously, mean straight white males. Let's take that out of context, please, and just cancel me forever. Because deep down, part of me wants to be canceled, I think. I think I want to know what that feels like just to fucking be alive. I want to know what being alive feels like, what what feelings feel like. I want to see if that brings any sort of fucking uh, feeling to where I don't have to put my hand on a stove to feel anymore. But... Anyway, I had the Comedy Central app, uh, and the first time I heard about this dipshit that uh, called out Dina Hashim, it's this guy named James Davis that has a show called Hood Adjacent with James Davis that was shortly lived on Comedy Central, and I've said it once and I'll say it again, uh, Comedy Central pulled the joke about XXX uh, testicle man uh, from all their their site from their network everything and they were wrong for that the only thing the only time they've ever really been right about pulling anything to my knowledge is pulling the show who did jason with james davis that show sucks dick and this fucking fraud is a non-comic he's one of those people you're like you're like you find out they have an hour and you're like who the fuck is this i've never heard of this person most comics that get a half hour or a Netflix special or uh, anything, any kind of uh, uh, success, you're like, oh, I remember, I've heard of them at least. I've at least seen their name on a lineup in New York, L.A., uh, uh, Chicago, fucking any, Birmingham even, Atlanta. You've heard, you know, it's usually somebody you fucking have seen their fucking name somewhere before. I've never heard of this motherfucker Ever, except when I heard people talking about how, like, Nick, you gotta check out this fucking hood adjacent show. It's truly one of the most uninspired, not funny things I've ever seen. That's the only time I'd ever heard of that fucking guy, was people just shitting on this god-awful fucking show. And this fucking hack, piece of shit, fucking social climber, uh, called her out about this joke and said that it's not funny to make fun of a dead person, which, how, Jesus, let's log every fucking joke about a dead person that's ever been made. How many of those are there? How many are funny? Probably most of them, from, if the person's funny, if the joke's funny, you should fucking be able to do it. Like, if you, if you are a, if you call yourself a comic, and you, you say that somebody can't joke about something, guess what? You're not a fucking comic. You're done. You're done. You fucking suck. God, that guy sucks so fucking bad. And it's like, this isn't even, like, the whole thing about calling her out isn't even why this guy sucks. This guy sucks uh, because everything he's ever put out is dog shit. He's on some fucking dog shit fucking game show on uh, Netflix right now. It's called Awake, I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't give a fuck, honestly. Don't watch it. In fact, if you do watch it, stop watching it because this guy doesn't deserve your fucking money. He doesn't deserve any money. What he is, he's not a comic. He's he's somebody that's a fucking tattletale that will do anything to get ahead in the business. So he did this, and I guarantee his entire fucking career is built on him being a fucking tattletale fucking narc. Fuck James Davis. That guy sucks dick. Doesn't deserve anything he has. <laughs> oh, God. 
I want you to do me a favor, and when you get a second, Google Bagel Boss, because this, this, we all know about this fucking manlet, is a manlet guy that uh, caused a scene in Bagel Boss because women won't have sex with him, which is, you know, I've done that, who hasn't done that? Uh, we gotta put these women in their place, uh, quite frankly, and I think he did it, I think this five foot uh, midget that definitely, definitely, I think it's definitely healthy we're putting him on a pedestal and giving him a celebrity status at this point. I think it's good. I think it's healthy. I think this can only end, uh, you know, with him successful and happy. I think this is this is very uh, a good trajectory we're going on. I think that uh, this definitely will end with him hanging himself uh, from a ceiling fan in his uh, in a Motel Six in uh, Minneapolis, uh, and you say, "Hey, how can you hang yourself from a ceiling fan? Like it won't hold your body weight." Well, you're wrong. When you're a manlet like this guy, it's not a problem. It'll hold your body. It'll hold his body weight no problem because he is tiny. You see, uh, so he will be the first case of uh, somebody actually hanging themselves from a ceiling fan, turning it on, and. Uh, It'll be fun too, like you know, people will turn it on. It'll almost be like, like, be like, hey, come to the Motel Six in Minneapolis. You can see the Bagel Boss uh, where he hung himself, and they'll just keep it up there. They'll probably take his body and you know put some uh, embalming fluid on it and stuff. That you know that way it doesn't decompose and it can preserve the body forever and you know then it's a nice little attraction in minneapolis or it doesn't have to be in minneapolis it can be you know wherever he ends up and that'll be the story of the bagel boss's demise and how he will uh be um immortalized forever as a tourist attraction which i think that's all we want you know that's all any of us want Do I sound like I've lost my mind? <laughs> it's probably because I have. It's uh, this is how I I talk to myself normally. Uh, yeah. Very, very pleased with how things are. You know, it's just been staying in the gym, been doing that. You know, which is great. I think that going to the gym does two things. It it teaches you discipline. And most importantly, it gives you body dysmorphia, so you'll never let yourself slip again. And I think that's good. I think the body needs that. I think you need to put yourself through a rigorous endurance test like that uh, every day. You have any even like 1% body fat, you should go run around the block until that shit's gone. Stop eating. Make yourself throw up after meals. All the stuff you, that comes with it, and it, it, it'll come slowly. It's not going to be like overnight you're going to be doing that. It, you build to that. You build to uh, complete and utter body dysmorphia. And I think going to the gym, starting going to the gym's a good way to push you into that direction. I think that's really good. Um, did a fun show last night here in Birmingham, I did a theme show again, ran by two of my favorite people here, Tolly and Tolly Jones and Peter Davenport, and the subject of the show was art, and 
Man, you know, I do theme show a lot, and what I like about it is it, it exercises uh, my my uh, creative muscles. Uh, it gets the creative juices flowing, uh, for lack of a better term, that's not completely fucking disgusting sounding. Uh, I like that. I like doing that. Um, usually, I mean, and sometimes in my case, it's hit or miss because sometimes I'm like, man, I cannot think of anything for this. And this time was no exception. Uh, gets to about like the day before the show. I'm just like, oh yeah, hentai, I guess, could be considered art. And if you're not familiar with hentai, that is essentially porn where if you want to see Homer Simpson suck off uh, Mo from The Simpsons, uh, there's a thing called hentai that will be right up your alley. And pedophiles essentially are big fans of that in manga. Which manga, I think manga is an interesting topic. Uh, manga, manga, however the fuck you say it. Uh, I'm not into it, so who gives a fuck? Uh, I have no respect for it. I don't think it's an art form. I think it's uh, something for uh, pedophiles to, ha- uh, to you know, hide in plain sight with, which... I've, you know, if you if you have a hard time figuring out what the meaning of hidden in plain sight is, uh, go to a Barnes and Noble and s- walk to the manga section and check out the kind of people you find there. And tell me they don't have child porn on their laptop. Just funny because you're probably thinking, Nick, that's that's quite harsh. That's quite harsh. You shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't uh, judge so harshly. It's a you know it's a it's a form of art, and okay, sure, but that'll make me obligated at this point to bring up a story from 2014. And by the way, if you want to know. Why I think this way? Search hentai illegal on Google. Here are some of the results, and I'll read them in order. First result, understanding your rights. Frequently asked questions. What do obscenity and related laws mean? Why has it the FBI stepped in and arrested find all hentai sites? Which I'm finding out now, I guess hentai uh, is basically child porn. Uh, and... Uh, I sound like I'm rambling, and uh, it's pro- and it's a good thing this episode's free. I think um, this is kind of why I need Dorian to bounce off of. But hentai. Let's say you have Lisa Simpson and Maggie scissoring each other. Uh, would you not say that a guy that is into that and possesses that has something horribly fucking wrong with him? If you don't, then you might be that guy. And I can direct you to a few websites and uh, support groups that uh, will probably take you in with open arms. Nambla being one of them. Well, I guess Nambla wouldn't fit into somebody that would like Lisa and Maggie porn. I'm not really sure what my point is in the whole grand scheme of this episode. It's just me. Throwing something at the wall and seeing if it sticks. I'm not not as good as I was when I first started this. I 
guess. I don't know. That'd be up to you, I suppose. Um, I think that about does it for this episode. I do want to cover one more short thing, which is uh, Area 51 raid. Uh, this, this whole thing happened and took me down a weird, uh, rabbit hole. Uh, first of all, search Area 51 event on Google and you will get alternate idea. Man behind the Area 51 raid thinks an EDM festival with up and coming guys could work instead. I'll leave that without comment. I think that. I think that we, uh, you know, for certain, and I'll give it five years, but that's being optimistic. We'll all be underwater because the polar ice caps are going to melt. But when you sit and look, when you sit and, you know, take that in, really think about it. Think about, do we deserve that? Um, I think the answer is uh, yes. I think we deserve it to happen right now. I think five years from now is way, way too late. There's no telling how god-awful things will be then. Elon Musk will have a robot to uh, sodomize all of us in our homes by then. Why would he do that? You you ask that question, but the answer is always going to be because he can, and in the grand scheme of things, they can. You can't really understand um, the mind of an evil genius unless you just answer the question why with because they can every time you ask it. Because that's going to be the right answer every time. I mean, if you take anything away from this episode, I hope it's that. But yeah, guys... uh, to me, I'm this this made me feel good. I don't know if you enjoyed it. I hope you did. That's why it's not behind a paywall. Uh if you want the good stuff, go on over to patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. Drop us a five dollar a month donation. Tell your friends about it. We're about to start the streaming thing. The Patreon episodes coming up are going to be with my old friend Jack Dewberry. And we're going to be talking all things conspiracy theories, all things trailer trash, wrestling, all that stuff. And here's the thing. I've been out of the loop with wrestling for a little while, uh, you know, especially WWE. I've kept up with AEW a little bit, Ring of Honor, on and off. But... About to get brushed up on it again, baby. And me and Jack are going to talk about it. And this isn't set in stone. I can never know for certain until, you know, I I, I pull the money together for it. And write a check to the guy and speak to him. But Jack has Buff Bagwell's number. And he was... we, We were gonna have him as a guest on trailer trash hobbyist we were gonna pull our money together and pay him and do a phone interview or just drive to uh georgia 
and interview him in person, which I think would have been better. That would have been what my vote went to. But I'm thinking, you know, I might pull the money together, write the Buff Bagwell check, and ask the hard-hitting questions. I'm not talking about just his early years in wrestling. I'm not talking about just WCW years and when he was in the NWO. I'm talking about asking this man about when he was a fucking gigolo. The shit you want to hear. And like I said, it's not set in stone yet, but we are, you know, I am actively trying to get Buff Bagwell on this podcast to just shoot the shit with. And I, I, if you think I ain't going to ask him about that, you're out of your goddamn mind, guys. But yeah. Patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. That's where you get the good stuff, baby. Not to say this isn't good. This is just, you know, not as good as the Patreon episodes. But that's going to be it for me, guys. Stay tuned for the Patreon episode Thursday. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And be on the lookout for me, guys. I am. Uh, I haven't booked all the shows I'm going to do just yet, but uh, I will be in New York from September 30th to October 4th. New York City, baby, the Big Apple. Uh, so far, I think it's October 1st, I will be doing a show called Wilson Comedy at Father Knows Best in Bushwick. So that's all I got booked so far. Uh Got a few guest comedians from New York that will be a guest on a couple of the episodes. Uh, that I'll, you know, I'll mostly be podcasting out there and doing some comedy. It's what the trip's for. Looking forward to it, guys. But yeah, thanks for listening. Spread the word. Patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. Patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. Patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. $5 a month gets you unlimited shit. I'm doing videos. I'm putting up streaming video games. I'm doing an extra bonus episode for this podcast every week. For $5 a month, I'm giving you all that. That's cheaper than Netflix, cheaper than Hulu, cheaper than HBO Now. Guys... Tell me this. Does Netflix and Hulu and HBO, do any of these streaming services listen to their fans and talk about shit or put on shit that their fans want them to? No. Answer is fucking absolutely not. Do they interact with their fans? No, absolutely fucking not. Guess who does? Me. I do. Guess who does? Dorian. $5 a month gets you that. And uh, start interacting a little bit on the Patreon. Talk. Tell us what you want us to talk about, and we'll fucking do it. Ask some questions. I know some of you have, and you've seen us uh, make good on that. So, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. And once again, patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. I love you guys. Bye. I hope uh, the flood happens soon. Better start building that ark.